0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Up. Good evening. Welcome to the post uh, NFL draft uh, slash NBA playoffs version of edition of the Clown Hour. Uh, I'm your host, most Scott Burks, and you can catch my sports blog at theclowntimes.net. That's clown and you're able to find me on Facebook as well. Um I've been a little lazy on Facebook lately, even though I've added a couple of posts or two, but at any anyway, rate, just, just go to the search window, the upper left-hand corner, type in the clown times. Again, it's cause they'll You'll be able to find me there as well. Well, lots to talk about this week. Um, you know, you had the conclusion of the NFL draft as well as, um, this second round version, the conference semifinals version of the NBA playoffs, which is, shaved out to be rather one sided if you ask me, um, Nick Sabrin getting paid a lot of money that leads to the talk of, uh, should athletes be getting paid? Uh, college athletes be getting paid particular football and basketball players, as well as the Adam Jones about the racist debacle in Boston. Um, going to touch on that last. Um, not surprising if you know a little bit about the city, a, a history of Boston racism, but to be fair, it's not just restricted to Boston. It's nationwide. So, We'll touch on that later right now. Let's bring in my man. Y'all know him from the yard slash HBC Sports blog as well as Please Radio every Tuesday night on Blog Talk Radio. The one and only Dwayne Nash. Brother Man,
2: what's going on? God, once again, your music choice. Every week uh, for like the past couple of weeks, it, it just adds some sort of closeness to my heart. For those, of course, who are right. Aggies who uh, were at A&T with me or just are friends with me on Facebook, they have seen said video that I've done to the great uh, When Dove's Cry. If you have not seen this, guy, that means I need to repost it so that you can be entertained like everyone else. Please do. <laughs> uh, Please uh, do yeah, for the
0: masses.
2: Me, me impersonating Prince has become legendary. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. But, oh, um, boy. Yeah, the, 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 everything that you just talked about with the sports red over, over the past couple of days, the past week has been interesting, especially that that Boston stuff. I can't wait to talk about that. God.
1: Yeah, we're gonna dive into that. We're gonna we're gonna do a deep dive. I mean a deep dive into that. I have a lot of thoughts, man. I'm sure you have too. Um mm-hmm. was well, obviously the best for last, unfortunately, but uh let's start with the happy and then with the sad that was well, was the uh did the debacle bosses. Well, as far as the NFL draft, um, you and I don't get paid to break down the draft in this, in the in the in, an ex, in this in exact science. Because we don't know what the hell is gonna happen like this year with these athletes, these young men. And you really can't really grade a draft until, you know, like two or three, maybe four years down the line. Exactly. I'm going to the Mel copper in this, this hair and, uh, <laughs> and, and not understand those caps. Uh, but if you just, just – I, I just want to touch on the first on the first night of the draft. I mean, like three – like out of all of those – the talk of all those quarterbacks, you drafted quarterbacks, couple quarterbacks, only if I'm remembering right, three went in the first round. You had the boy, uh, Mitchell Trubisky, uh, went to uh, Chicago, which is baffling. I'll, I'll touch on mm-hmm. that more in a moment. Um, as well as uh, Patrick Mahomes, the the, the uh, third going to K- to Kansas City, as well as the one and only Deshaun Watson going to Houston. All three were drafted by teams who had to trade up. To acquire their services. So again, you can't really tell who's going to be successful in the NFL. It's an inexact science, crapshoot at best. But in your mind's eye, who do you think has the chance of those three young men? Who do you ha- who do you think is going to have a chance, the best success, the best route to success on the next level? Um.
2: Wow. I'm going to go ahead and go with Deshaun Watts, uh, the combination yep. of what he's done collegiately and because right. of the team that he's currently surrounded by in Houston. People always said, well, people said last year, if that team had a quarterback, how dangerous would that team be? That team now has right. a beats. And the thing is, it, he doesn't necessarily have to start, but if he can come in and prove during the preseason and through training camp that he's the guy – I don't see the reason why not to start them. You have a running game in, Le- in Lamar Miller. You have uh, great receivers, especially my God with um, what's your boy Uh DeAndre Hopkins and what's the um the uh, other receivers? Is it, is it Fuller?
1: Yeah, it's Fuller.
2: Fuller, I think you yeah, William Fuller.
1: 8 and, M, Eight and M, I forgot, but yeah, he's yeah. damn good. He's damn good. So you damn. have
2: those two guys with Lamar Miller, and that defense yep. as as dangerous as that defense is playing in that division first and foremost, they could be a divisional chance for some time. And and then they can actually be a team that contends for a, a, a championship in a couple of years if right Watson continues to progress and they can keep that core both healthy and together. So that that I would yeah. say he will be the first then Mahomes because I, I like the fact that he's there with Andy Reid, and we've seen how Andy I mean Reid was capable of developing a young quarterback with Donovan McNabb. Once again, a team that has a defense, right. can generate a running game with the running backs that they have, even though it's running back by committee as of right now. And also, they may not have the best receiver in court, but they have a, a very a, a, a respectable one. With, my God, I can't remember with the, the Ty Hill and also the, the tight end that they have uh, in Kansas City as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 uh,
2: Kelsey, Kelsey. Yes. So you, you have those two guys that are, that are very talented on the skill position on the offense, That running back by committee situation, and once again a very respectable defense in a tough division, much tougher yes. than the AFC South. That's why I have them second on that list. And third – my God, I feel bad for Trubisky because of the fact that the, the GM did something that he didn't need to do, which was trade away all of the assets in, in order to get him a less of uh, 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 the Niners and, and, and John Lynch were capable of selling him a bill of goods saying that, hey, somebody else is, is talking about trading up to number two. You might want to go ahead and do something that was capable of, of, of tricking him and, and giving up those picks. And now he's you know, not going to be surrounded by a lot of talent. The talent that he needs in order to help exactly. that squad out. Exactly. So you know
1: what? There's a reason why. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, D. But there's a reason why teams perennially suck in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, for Chicago, Chicago, they were at number three. Now I don't know what they were thinking, but everybody in Mama knew that San was going to take a was not going to take a quarterback. Okay, mm-hmm. and I, 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 and I believe that I don't. I, think, I thought that, but I, I didn't think that any team, even the quarterback needy Browns, who didn't really interest didn't need a quarterback, guys Midy, but they, even they wouldn't trade up to the number two spot. They didn't have the asset. All she mm-hmm. all had to do was sit in the asses and wait. That's all they had to do. But for them to get fleeced by a rookie GM. Think about mm-hmm. that moment. They got their asses fleeced by a rookie GM and John Letchworth who, who have won a hell of a draft, by the way, in terms of on, like on paper. But yeah. they <laughs> they managed to talk Chicago uh, mortgage in the future uh, <laughs> most of this, this year's draft, probably next year's draft, to move up one spot even though yeah. everyone knew that they were going to take a defensive player, they they, they in the 49ers, and that not many teams had the assets outside of Cleveland Browns to move up to number two. And, again, I, I, I don't think that Cleveland had enough am, 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 ammunition to take numbers one and two. Okay? So, it's yeah. like you kind of look to scratch your head. And also, didn't the Bears sign the immortal um, –
2: I, yes, I forget
1: sir. His name. They, they, they Mike Glennon, Yeah, Mike Glennon to a to a to a contract that pays an eighteen million guarantee. Then they decide. Yes, to sir. That
0: yes, so did. That's an
1: eighteen million dollar bridge. That's what it is. Because you pick if you draft that young man fifty at number two, he's going to be starting sooner rather than later. So one hell of a pick, guys. One hell of a pick, Chicago, and. And it's to make matters worse, brother. Uh I'll touch on this one before I get to the other two quarterbacks. Apparently the GM did not tell his head coach what he was up to.
0: Yeah. So the head I didn't coach that was
1: shocked as much as anybody. That's just, again, that's why teams and the NFL parentally suck. For that reason alone.
0: Mm-hmm. Exhibiting
1: the Chicago Bears. But on to the other two quarterbacks. I really like Patrick Mahomes specifically to call him a homie. If of Mahomes, um, I, I, I like the fact that he's with Andy Reid. Now, keep in mind that you recall this, you being a Washington fan, what Andy Reid did with one Michael Vick, another mm-hmm. unfinished, unpolished project, product, and hey, look what he became in that system. Uh, and what I did like about this as well For Mahomes is He has the chance to sit for a year or two And learn yeah. from Adam From Adam Smith So you have that And the combination of of, of Having the luxury to sit behind And learn from Adam Smith And uh, I'm sorry Alex so he's called Adam, Alex Smith And learning from Andy Reid And his offensive staff Who's like the quarterback whisperer he should be fine. It's just gonna take him a few few years. But I think he'll be fine. He, like he's, he's a raw project. But I, I think he'll be fine. I not I think he'll beat that big twelve quarterback first. <laughs> but I think he'll be okay. Um but I'm I'm with you now about Sean Watson. That that team that team is built to Houston talking about Houston. Houston is built to win now. The defense yeah. is is fantastic they got weapons all over the offensive style of the football. All of these are the quarterback who can complete the poor pass. That's all they need. <laughs> and they they I like the way they learned from their what $50 million mistake or so in, in, in uh, Brock Osweiler and getting rid of his ass. Um, yep. <laughs> Give it to the Cleveland Browns. It's like, here, you take them. That's how bad these things were. And um, in, in uh Houston. But at any rate, uh, I think I think it's gonna take this young man Boston some time, given that he came from a spread offense. But one thing that I like for like like it is well two things. A he's extremely coachable. Very humble.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, few people who know him that say that he's very humble and he's very unassuming, very intelligent, but he graduated just three years at a textile school for, at Clemson, from a textile, textile school in Clemson. Very excellent. He had an GPA. I'm sure his classes were not back from even 101. Um, so uh, he should be able to understand the handlers and rigors of the NFL. Plus, he had Coach Bill O'Brien. Coach. Keep in mind, he's the same guy who wants to cut out town the race. So yeah. <laughs> if, if these guys have gone to the He knows how to handle QBs, yes. Yeah, he gives hell but QB for he coaches him hard and he gets the best out of them. And if 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 if, if, um, if, if Foster was able to withstand Sweeney double Sweeney, and his offensive staff, even though it's cost, you can't compare any in the NFL, but nevertheless, if he could withstand the man at Clemson playing in pressure pack the best national championship games, And succeeded in the latter championship game this past year, he'll be fired under O'Brien. And I think the sky could be the limit for this young brother. Again, it's going to take a little bit of time. Uh, Hopefully, he'll sign his contract early and be in camp on time and be able to digest some stuff in the classroom. But I think he'll be, I I think he has a great, great sense of success. Now, well, I'm hoping that all three of these young men are successful. Even though Trubisky went to Carolina, I hope that he's successful as well. I just think yeah. that'll be much easier road for Deshaun Foster. Um, but at any rate, so that's why I think with that, so from like, like 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 a transition from the NFL talk to the NBA, I don't know if you caught any of the game side, bro, but – it's gonna be a boring ass uh comprehensive final round. Um I, I I think I don't think Toronto stands a chance. They got blown out for the second time tonight in a series by Cleveland. Mm. Um used to beat the the dog pants off of um, uh, <laughs> off of San Antonio game one and San Antonio yeah. doesn't I mean unless, unless uh, unless Popovich comes up with a solution, a counter to what Antonio did on defense, can you believe that Antonio made a great defensive game plan? You've never heard that in the before, defensive game plan, but he did.
2: You, you, you'll that, never uh, hear it again.
1: You'll never hear it again. Yeah, exactly. You'll never hear it again. But uh, <laughs> maybe the one But the way Antonio uh double team Kwalai Leonard in game one. And forcing mm-hmm. the other teams, the other players to beat them was masterful. I and mean, they just beat the hell out of San Antonio to game one. Um, but the most, and, and also Golden State, Utah, do you, do you really think Utah's going to win a game in that series? I don't either. So, I don't think so. Huh? Exactly. So we got where we wanted in the other Eastern Conference semifinal matchup Boston and your beloved Wizards. Yeah. Okay. I. I even though Washington's down 2 0, those first two games are very competitive. Washington needs to learn how to finish were other things in game. And they should have won game two. They had no business losing game two whatsoever. But again, I'm just eager to see what Washington would do on the home court in game three. I think they play tomorrow or Friday night and see if they can come up with, with an answer to Isaiah Thomas, who's having a spectacular <laughs> playoff. Oh, my yeah. God. So, what are your take on your – like, I'm trying to not call them the Bullets anymore, but what the hell. We, what are your take on your Bulls to see what can they do against Washington Can they make it as competitive serious as I think it
2: should be going for? Um, I think they can. Now, I know when we talked about the playoffs before the, when the playoffs first started, that was the right. one series that I was a little hung up on and didn't necessarily yeah, want to make a good. pick, and I didn't want to make a homer pick either. But both teams have won on their home floor throughout the entire season, splitting the series 2-2. Right. Um, right. So with them being up 2-0, oh, I'm slightly concerned, especially because of the fact that, you know, Washington did have the lead and control the entire game, too, in Boston. Where they gave it up at the end, like you said, um, especially in overtime. And that's what they need to do. They need to be able to steal one um, on the road. I, hope, I wish it would have been that game because it may become a little bit tougher to do so come either game five or game seven. And, but right. hopefully, momentum from games either four or six will carry over to help them do so. But I got a, I got a feeling that this series is going to go seven. And this is the one that I would yeah. hope to go seven because, like you said, or like we said before in the past, these two teams don't like each other. But when you get two teams that, that, that hate each other the way that they do, and the one thing that I didn't realize was Jay Crowder's part and helping Al Holford come to Boston And what he said to him Did you hear about that? No, no, what, no, what happened? No, tell me, please uh, During the offseason, I was looking aside somewhere And of course, it was between Boston and Washington And a couple sure. of other teams But it was mainly Boston and Washington Jay Crowder basically it's told Holford, hey You don't want to go to D.C. We swept them Bammers last year You can come here Wow. And guess where <laughs> died? Yep, and guess where you yeah, died? Yeah. So, you know, exactly. it, 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 when you have stuff like that to the uh, stuff that went on this past season and, and how tooth and nail, pardon the pun, uh, that the series has been this entire season, you know, I'm going to need Washington to go ahead and be a little bit more tougher when they come home. They tend to play better, of course, at home. They've done that all season long. That's why you know I'm, I'm looking to uh, looking for them to play to, to, well, to come back and win the two here. But in order to win the series, they're going to have to beat Boston. In Boston, they had a chance. They just need to go ahead and play that same way when they go back in Game Five and be able to still win.
1: Yeah, and that's that's the thing because I'm hoping that this series goes seven as well because. You see the animosity in, in the first two games. Well particularly game two. Especially mm-hmm. When and even though they were all accidental, you know, when when uh when Isaiah Thomas face planted on, on the parquet floor after getting tripped off of a pick. And yep. after that, uh your boy Otto Porter got head butted and curtain leaf from behind, like 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 from in front of um of of Thomas going on the drive, or, like, we to go. like, I think what she's trying to go, like, go, try, like, try to drive past uh, Isaiah Thomas to the basket. I forgot the exact sequence, but that was pretty accidental. and you notice when Thomas tried to check on him, you know, Marquise Moore stepped in and played bodyguard and said, keep your ass away from us. And the, in the in the teams and the referees had, uh, had like had to uh in the teams and both teams getting together, I'm like thinking uh oh. I mean how funny would it be that this a, a near ride was, was there from just an accidental blow? Yeah. And then the same with um with uh I forgot that, that young man's name. It's a young player with the Mohawk damn good player. I think he's a rookie or said he a senior player.
0: See, oh, um,
1: Kelly guy. Oubre. Huh? Cooper, yeah, he got hit by by Thomas. Again, purely accidental. Chase started to chase Thomas to the basket and got cracked in So, even though those three blows were by accident, these teams, I mean, it, it, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. The trash talk, everything else. And it, it, it's great. I just I just hope that it's gonna be competitive and I and, and i think we'll be I think Washington will take both games in what in, in D C at the Verizon Center and I think we'll be headed towards a pivotal game five. But that I think that series is gonna be the saving grace of the second round because even though I, I'm not gonna count Grand San Antonio, the way Houston took them apart in game one makes it seem it's gonna be a very long series to San Antonio. And of course, the aforementioned uh, Cleveland, Toronto, Utah—I'm sorry, to State, Utah. Do you really think that Toronto and Utah are going to win a game in their such series? I don't think so. No. You, so no. Exactly. Do well, so, so we need Boston, and Boston to be as good as I think it's going to be?
2: I don't know. I think I think Houston, San Antonio go six, and San Antonio wins that series. What the, Houston oh. cannot do is bank on the fact that. Everyone else on that on that San Antonio roster is going to continue to miss shots. That team shot horribly. They shot uh, what thirty six percent from the field uh, in Game One. There's no way that you, you're going to hope that that San Antonio team will do that in, in four games consecutively. So I expect San Antonio to do better to shoot better. And once again, this is an experienced team. Um, it's not the, the same. Championship pedigree as years pass because of course certain guys are missing, but they still got certain guys there that have won titles, mm-hmm. and they can win on the road. so I'm not concerned about San Antonio just yet. What would concern me is if they were to lose game two at home? That would be the thing that would concern me,
1: yeah, exactly so yeah so so let's just hope let's just hope. <laughs> Washington, well, let's hope, even though you, you're right, I think San Antonio and Houston have the ability to be, a, to, to be a good series.
0: You 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 have
1: more confidence in San Antonio than I do. I think San Antonio, <laughs> they win tonight, can win the seven. But we'll see about that. Um, let's talk about Nick Saban's exor- well, not exorbitant, but him getting paid. He, yeah. According to reports, Mr. Saban, Coach Saban, received the contract extension and on top of this contract extension, three year contract extension, he would get a four million dollar sign up bonus. Four million dollars sign on line. It's if he's an NBA player or NFL player. And he gets another four hundred G bonus for completing the season. which brings the total compensation this year to $11.125 dollars. That's just that's 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 insane. Yeah. That's that's totally insane. And uh, <laughs> I mean, look. I'm not I'm not mad at Nick Saban. Nick Saban is worth every penny that damn car. In fact, I think he's underpaid. That's going insane. He is, that brother is underpaid. Okay? There's no reason why uh, uh Jim Harbaugh in Michigan should be out, and get out should be out making take, and then year give give husband to. it shouldn't be the case but I think about this though you see all this money being thrown around. I think you know what I'm about to go with this. you see all this money being thrown around okay mm-hmm. you, 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 you basically see cultures particularly in football and basketball the revenue producing sports like James like make millions and millions and millions of dollars. What kind of the highest paid state employees in their respective states? Uh-huh. Um I mean the thing is that if you have that money, they have the money to go around, why can't they where's the money why can't some of the money go to the players? Because what we're seeing here is we see like and, and first of all, let's just let this back up a minute. There are people who, and I was to like the radio. Uh, Serious XM radio to first team or College Sports Nation. Excellent show, excellent show from seven to ten. Um, okay, but at any rate, Greg McElroy, one of the one of the show's hosts, who played for Alabama, played on the third quarterback. Um, he went to why you know everyone should be kind of satisfied with scholarships because scholarships are. For kids who are from out of state, if you've got the room and board, uh, 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 tuition, uh, you know, meal plan, uh, the, the use of fabulous, fabulous facilities, uh, meal plan, you know, and, like access to nutritionists, doctors, strength and potential coaches, the whole nine, worth at least 30 to 40 G. And, you know, that's something you can't put a price on. Now, I've played on both sides of the or defense the for years. Okay, I've been on the you know students should be happy, students should be happy with scholarships, and I've been on the where the hell is the money that could be going to these young men? Um, because both sides are not wrong. I mean, let's just be honest. both sides are not wrong. Okay, mm-hmm. yes, they get a chance, particularly young men who come from a poverty situation. They get a chance to attend a, a top notch university, have like $30,000, $40,000 of scholarship, works like counselors that work that much money, access to all those benefits I mentioned earlier. But I just don't understand, again, but I just get hung on the fact that not only are you helping to sell those stadiums out, those kids that help us sell the stadiums out and those arenas out, No, not only are, are, the, are the money that's generated from those stadium sales led to TV, TV contract, which in turn leads to funding the salaries of the coaches and their coaching staff and for facilities being built athletic facilities to be built on campus to also sell out their likenesses in, in in bookstores. I mean mm-hmm. you know if you go to Clemson, and mean I mean we I mean we're both going to college you see all those all those jerseys selling the bookstores Right, even though they don't have the names on the back of their jerseys, I mean you know what a number four is in Clemson Orange.
0: Exactly. I mean you know
1: what uh, you know the, what, what number ten and Baby Blue at USC is
0: without mm-hmm. the last
1: name of the jersey. I mean they sound enlightened. the So basically, schools are, are like getting over white folks on these young men. So I, I, I guess that the conundrum is, sure, both sides of the point of the argument of whether students should, should be paid or not, student athletes should be paid or not, have a point. It's just that I don't – it's just so confusing. I mean, I don't know if you can insist it, but I'm having a hard time making insist the whole
2: thing. I'm just going to be honest about that. You know, well, my thing is this. I'm not sure I I understand the, the difficulties in paying these college students. But there has to be a way, and there has to be a system that, 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 that there needs to be a system that, that, that and they, need, they need to create a system in which these student athletes get paid, especially the ones right. that generate billions of revenue. And the fact that they don't get a chance to touch it at all is insane. Now, throw in the excuse of the scholarship. They get a scholarship chances of these kids actually using that entire scholarship, especially if they're in basketball, is slim to none. Now, if you make it a situation like the University of Maryland has done, if they get a scholarship, they get the, the scholarship is good throughout their lifetime. So if you can offer them that, if you can also create a base salary for each individual level of sport, be it Division One, Division Two. I don't know if you want to go lower than Division 2, but for Division 1, FBS, FCS football, and Division 2 sports. Right. And create a base salary. So, like, if you make the team you get a base, and you get a a, 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 a bonus for each game that you start, because you, you can't just have a base salary for everyone on that level. That's going to be unfair for, say, like, uh, uh Deshaun Watson and say like me if I'm a walk on on the squad and we make it the same amount because I'm not generating right. revenue like Deshaun is. Right. Especially if Deshaun's starting and I'm not playing at all. It's kinda of unfair. So you need to get like a a a a a uh, a playing time bonus and a starting bonus and also for those students that, that need it. They need to have access to their own rights. So if you want to go ahead and sell a, a, a uniform with my number on it, I need to go ahead and give me a tattoo. If you want to create uh, a video it. game, you know, if you want to create a video game, which I, I find funny that EA has stepped away from it completely because they know now they will have to pay money in order to do so. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to do that, I need to get a cut to it's me. Or just go ahead and come up with a generic dude. So give them that ability to have those rights, uh, let them get a stipend, and, and let them have uh, a lifetime scholarships because there are a lot of people making money off these kids, off the backs of these kids. Yes, I'm not going to go ahead and say slavery because that's insane to say slavery, but it's, it's kind of close. It's kind of close because, you know, well, these well, kids – Well, yeah. I, I take that back. It's not close. It's not close. It's yeah. They're, they're it's generating not. revenue <laughs> and not getting a, a, as big of a piece as they should be. Because right. they're getting a piece, just not a big enough piece.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because the cause thing is, you know, to your point, I'm glad you're backtracking. And, 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 and uh, I know you know this, but it's yeah. it pissing me off in general to hear other people compare stuff like this to slavery because if they compare anything to slavery, they have no idea what slavery is all about. And exactly. Liberty, living in squalor, eating crappy food, you know, I mean, last I checked, slaves do not have nutritionists, specific conditioning coaches, facilities <laughs> to get their workout on, on and, and
2: great food at their disposal.
1: Last I checked, slaves do yeah.
2: but, but at that, the same time, yeah, yeah, but at the same time, for those that like to beat the drum or they get the scholarship, let's be real, right. a lot of these kids aren't necessarily studying, and that's, that's on them as well. But at the same time, they don't have the time. So if you can go ahead and make it a situation where they have the time to go ahead and actually study and, and, and work on a degree, I understand that there are students who are capable of doing that, but there are a lot of kids that don't have that focus. So if you can go ahead and set up a program for them so that they can go ahead and get through, while working that strenuous program, fantastic. But so you're right. You start talking about slavery. You start talking about a lot of mental anguish that comes along with that too, from uh, uh, the, the, the the pressures of adding a, a, a religion to a people who who don't believe in that. That's it's deeper than that. So yeah, I'm like you. Yeah. I hate it when they use the term slavery because they really don't want don't know what slavery is all about. And they really don't want to have that discussion. They yeah, really I know. Don't. Exactly.
0: Because that's, that's,
1: they're bad. That's, they're bad. And that's just plain ignorant. Um, yeah. But, but we'll, we'll touch on ignorance. Like Speaking of ignorance, let's just get to it now. Amazing <laughs> um, <laughs> segue, Dwayne. Amazing segue. Um, um, that's yeah, why I get Adam paid to the big bucks. Saying, exactly. Yeah. Adam, <laughs> the thing about Adam Jones, face of the racist charts in Boston, we can go a lot of ways with this, man. I mean, I wrote a rant and published it earlier today. Like, telling, like, my thoughts on the matter, I think it stems from, I mean, the, the racial promises in, the, in this great country, otherwise great country, from uh, mm-hmm. denial. And now in the sense yeah. that, well, I don't believe it. I, it's like, show me proof that this happened. Show me proof that Adam Jones was racially harassed. Oh, you mean that bag of penis that they threw at him from the crowd? Uh, and the people, the bystanders, you saw people getting ejected, like he, like Adam Jones said, about like 15, 60. I mean, but there was probably a long line, like, a line of 20 or so, people getting thrown out from the game. And then the, 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 the crowd giving him a warm ovation the night after. You mean, that's true? Uh, hmm. you
0: know,
1: I mean, stuff like that. I mean, the thing is, is that, and, and this is not the crack on Boston, even though Boston does have a very long and complicated. Uh, in case with, with with like with with race as yes. any other major city in this country, Los Angeles, Chicago, the New York City, which I would argue is far race more racist than Boston, the uh, mm. Eastchester, Brooklyn, See Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. <laughs>
0: you mm-hmm.
1: know you see, Longmore, uh, see Long Island and New York City. Uh, I saw I saw New York City. Um, you know, St. Louis,
0: New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hell,
1: Cincinnati, where I live. I mean it's 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 it's, it's very virtually polarizing a lot of American major American cities. And this is not the bad on Boston, but let's just keep it clear. Boston Boston has a weird relationship with its black stars. stars. Uh huh. From Bill Russell to now um to to uh, Jim Rice
2: to Dow mm-hmm.
1: David Price. I mean, that they reported me. That like David Price said, he gets called inward at his own home park in Boston, and and and, and backed up a little bit. Um, you know, uh, what's his name? of uh, Bill Russell said in his autobiography that he calls Boston this is a quote a flea market of racers. This was in the back of the '60s. But that's what was his word—a free market of racism. And the mm-hmm. most part of what Boston is, it's, in what, it's in, this city is in probably what seemed to be one of the most liberal states in America. I mean, Massachusetts—it's it, a blood blue state,
0: mm-hmm. and so you
1: know the fact that you have its major city in a blue rich state. A month to be amongst the most more racial mercenary charged cities in the nation it's just it's 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 it's, it's, it's fun- it's far hilarious to me I mean it goes to show you that this stuff does not exist only in the south by a lot of, exactly. of
0: believe it's
1: like you know you have folks at Boston asking after, the aftermath for that Adam Jones like racial taunting saying and, and and I love this quote it always makes me laugh and cry at the same time. That it's not as bad as any other place. So my boss, says, it's Wow. Not, it's not as bad as any other place. I mean, it's. It's. I mean, granted. Um, you know, you have there are they have been instances of Jones himself being harassed in San Francisco. They're telling someone in San Francisco, a long place, San Francisco, right, liberal San Francisco, Someone threw a banana right at Adam Jones while wow. he was in the, in the house.
0: Mm-hmm. That's just
1: crazy to me Now whether we can extrapolate this To a baseball problem Or just a society problem at large That's another baseball at the time I don't think we have enough time for that However, sports is a microcosm of society Just like society, you have a lot of Going on in sports
0: Particularly yeah. in
1: mostly white sports like baseball Where blacks make up only 7.7% of all the Rosters in the major leagues like teams, I think it's like 30% I think it is but the point is, is that it's not like Haven, per se, and that's probably a harsh way of putting it, but a black athlete to to have a platform in that particular sport. But I'll say this, and actually, actually, I'll, I'll say my thoughts later on, but in your, your, in your take on, on this, because I've talked too long on this, and I'm afraid I might say press one or two, so I need to take a break and see that you. Share your thoughts on what went on in Boston and how we could
2: possibly move forward. Wow, how we could move forward? Well, let me start from, from my beginning. Um, yeah. as far back as I can remember with my sports fandom history, that goes back to the '80s. Um, Boston has been known as a hotbed of of racial tension, especially the the, the main reason why I know about it is because of the the, the old Celtics Lakers rivalry. It easily can be looked at it because everyone looked at it, of course, as a magic bird rivalry and then a rivalry between flashy Los Angeles and and blue collar Boston, but it was also black versus white because of the makeup of the teams, and, and of course yes. there was a lot of racial tension in that. Even for for people who weren't living in those cities that were fans of those two teams, it was either if you were black. You were rooting for the Lakers if you were white. You well, yeah. If you were white. You you were rooting for the Celtics. So it, it goes back as far as the early eighties with me in that standing out. Um, even C. C. Sabathia came out this week and said that you yes. know he's had issues that, when he's uh, been yeah. up to, uh, to 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 um, Fenway. And um, you're right. It is a, 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 a dichotomy of what we see in in life because we see it in all sports where, for whatever reason, sports fans just have become extremely comfortable. And this is outside of racism. This just becomes everything because they feel as though that they pay a certain amount to go see these athletes perform, that they have mm-hmm. the right to do and say whatever they want to an athlete. Yeah, Regardless bullshit. Of, exactly. <laughs> exactly, because you wouldn't want him saying or doing whatever he wants to you in them streets. So – right. It's just just weird. You know, you can boo somebody, but don't be disrespectful. And and then when you start to cross racial and and, and religious lines, that's when it really becomes disrespectful. And and like I said, people have just gotten too comfortable with it. And unfortunately, like you said before, we just haven't gotten the opportunity to address it yet. And a lot of times we won't address it because in situations like with Boston, like you just said, It is one of the most bluest states out there, one of the most affluent states, and from the outside looking in, you wouldn't expect it to come from there. You would expect it to come from a a red southern state, but it's not, and it's not going to be addressed. And, you know, it's just something that's going to continue to go on. And and what? That's 30 years post-Bird and and Magic, and it still hasn't necessarily been addressed. So... You know, until that happens, which I doubt if it ever will, unfortunately, it's going to continue to happen. It, it just will, and it's you know, it's just something that our society hopefully will adjust to and make changes to. And It's something that's going to have to be self-policed by fans in the stands as well, because mm-hmm. that's that's the only way it'll it'll improve. I don't think it'll ever be eliminated, but self-policing is the way that it'll improve. Well,
1: speaking of self-policing, all that stuff, uh, I'm gonna take it back to when John Rocker was suspended well, all Yes. racist crap he said in Sports way back in the day. I don't know if you remember this, but his first game back in Atlanta, Turner Field, his little racist ass comes running out of the uh, bullpen, right? As you know, mm-hmm. When he ran out of the bullpen, I don't want to say the entire crowd did this. But it was a sellout. But from people who did go, but my Jones, like I like talked about this on the on show at the right time last night,
0: the,
1: the whole crowd, almost the entire crowd, gave him a standing ovation. Let that sink in for a
0: minute. Mm-hmm. He
1: gave him a standing ovation
0: mm-hmm.
1: when he when he ran his racist ass out from the damn bullpen to the mound. Like a fool. I mean, they just they just give I mean, it makes you wonder. And and it's like Bomber John said himself, it makes you it makes you wonder what way would they think about me. What do they think yeah. about me? What do they think about the people of color behind their closed doors? And they the, mm-hmm. to, to finally him a standing to give John Walker, racist ass John Walker, a standing ovation on right, entering the ball game That's deep, man. That very deep. much so, and
2: <laughs> what, what God forbid, you know not God forbid, but just just imagine what Terry Pendleton, Fred McGriff, Dave Justice, yeah. and all those other black players on that team were thinking when that happened, and you're just sitting there, yeah. and you're just watching this happen. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, it's hard to deal with once again something that you would expect to happen in Atlanta, but. Uh, it, it, it's it's just insane that we still I, I'm just trying to figure out how does beef even, even got to that point with Adam Jones I understand the beef that's going on between Baltimore and Boston right now during the season yeah they hit each other yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and uh, you know that's just another 495 DC I guess Baltimore beef against Boston if you want to carry it that far uh, in sports, but yeah, it has gotten too far with with the with the uh, 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 with, the, with the, the 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 bananas and stuff. But once again, it's something that's not gonna gonna rectify itself anytime soon. It won't. Yeah. So and that's you why know I wasn't what, too shocked when I heard about it. Just disappointed. No, I wasn't
1: shocked either. I was not shocked. Either. I let off. I actually, I let off my rant with saying I wasn't shocked to hear, it and I wasn't shocked to hear, it, especially where it took place. Uh-huh. Yeah. but the thing is that you talking about you you're saying that things are going on that the way it is, you know, and no one addresses it, you know what some police like in the stands, it will start with, 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 you know every 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 relationship, whether it's like work relationships, Marriage relationships, friendships and general whatever, they all thrive on one element communication. Mm-hmm. See, the whole thing is like communication means really talking and listening, mostly listening. If these folks, if if I if our white brothers and sisters now, and I'm not saying all, I'm not saying every, I'm not even saying most, but too damn mm-hmm. for this way, do not listen. They they they. It's almost as if they want to deny what you're telling, even though yeah. true, even though. You know, people around heard it. I mean, let me give you a quick example. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with his name. This guy writes for Sports Illustrated. And uh, let me find a quote here. He basically said that he did not believe that the fans in Philadelphia Park hurled such racist taunts at Adam Jones. He said that.
2: Wow, really?
1: And get a load of his reasoning. Because he's never seen such a thing happen at the few times he went to games at Fairway Park. So, according to this guy, according to this guy, because he never saw it or heard it, even though, mind you, he's a white dude as well. He's not going to be looking for it, right? Yeah. Just because he didn't hear it or see anything at, at the ballpark before the uh, night in question. Automatically disregard it and then think it happened. He said that. This is a sports columnist said that. Okay.
0: I'm and He's
1: the same cat. Yeah, imagine he's the same cat who also was swear up and down that Colin Kaepernick did not get blackballed by the NFL because you know why? Because they told him that he wasn't. They being the NFL executives. So you <laughs> go from one. Side of the spectrum. This dude, Albert Greer, again was close to straight get proof that some some racist stuff went down in Boston against I'm Jones. to going on a hearsay, a lot of hearsay of what people told him about Kaepernick. You see how you, you kind of see how inconsistent that shit is. You kind of see it. how crazy that is. This is what we yeah. with. Uh, I, I'm going off now. I'm sorry. I don't mean to go off. To, 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 to listeners to everywhere But this stuff This type of thing really pisses me off Okay I mean the fact of the matter is It's just denial It's one thing to exactly. listen and disagree I can I can accept disagreement if you listen If you willing to listen to me But I would, what I would not accept Is straight denial and that's what we're facing here in this wonderful country of ours. And I don't mean that so sarcastically. This is a wonderful country, it really is the best place mm-hmm. to live in the world, the best country in the world. It can be a lot better, and one institution can be a lot better if we communicate, if we listen, listen to yeah. what the you oppressed, know, listen to people who are discriminated against, are trying to tell you. Don't try to say that's us let all the facts come out. Don't say. We need visual proof. Don't say, "Well, it doesn't seem that way." Don't say it's not as racist as other towns. Just, mm-hmm. just for folks to listen. That's all. Exactly.
0: Again, they
1: can disagree. They can they can disagree if they want. That's fine. They have a different perspective than we do. I get that. Much as we do. I, I totally get the the difference of perception of of, of perspective rather from points of view. I just don't. I would not. I just don't like tonight because that tells me you don't want to. listen. You don't want to do. Yeah. You want to. You don't want to find a solution. That's what I. That's what pisses me off at the most, and that's why I was so pissed off with Albert Breer's quote and sports again writer for Sports, probably writer for sports Illustrated saying that out loud and in print. That's what gets me hot, and that's why and that's what I think will hold us because we'll continue to hold us back
2: uh-huh. and, and as
1: far as racial relations goes, whether it's sports or workplace or, or otherwise. It doesn't matter. As long as you keep denying stuff and not wanting to listen to one other side to each other, we we'll still have
2: this problem, Brie. It's just this is the way it is, and that's sad as me. Exactly, and that's the thing. You can say that you don't understand my side, but when you just completely disregard what I'm telling you, is my perception yes. that's when the problem is going to continue. That's right. exactly how it happens. And that's exactly what Albert Breer is basically saying is that there's no way that your side can exist because I've never seen it. When a baseball yeah. stadium holds 20,000 people and I guarantee you're not going to see everything that happens inside of a stadium.
0: And you
1: know what? It's not just him. And, and, and we only have a few minutes left. Again, we could spend another hour on this alone. But mm-hmm. um, they're, they're, apparently, there's a sports a, host of a radio show in Boston. Oh, I don't know the exact name. Uh, in front of them, I don't have it in front of me. But apparently, they called up the executives of the Boston Red Sox just to get proof. So, again, you got guys. On 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 I I don't know if it's sports talk show I think it's a radio show, and Boston one of the morning shows saying pretty much the same thing that Albert Beer is saying we need proof. Mm-hmm. So if listening and just trying to get the you're trying to have a conversation about this a dialogue they need proof. So they're like well, it's, 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 exactly. And again, to be fair, it's not just Boston. Albert Beer is not from Boston. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, again. As we wrap this podcast up, um, <clears throat> the, the the moral story is any any type of relationship thrives on communication. If you want problems eradicated, you got to talk about it. Not only exactly. You got to talk about it. You, you got to be willing to listen. It's true. And like I said before, I'll say it again. It's true. Any type of relationship, romantic, work, friendship, um, social unconscious side, anything. Communication is interesting, man. We'll, we'll leave it at that. the Wayne, thanks for such a great conversation. We could, it's a conversation that we can even have a hour again with other cats on here that we both know.
2: Um, I'm sure we're talking about it. would be fantastic. Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I appreciate you, man. Thank you. No problem. And shout out to Tari- Tariq Cohen. First round draft yeah. pick of the Chicago Bears are oh, and he did care. it, boy. I, I I love it. I love it.
1: I'm proud of you, too. I'm proud of you, too, but I was happy about that draft pick. All right, man. Take care. Peace.
2: You too. Peace. Peace.
1: All right. That's uh, Dwayne the way that please check his radio show out. Uh squeeze the radio on uh Blanco Radio every Tuesday night. As well as um please and also check uh, check out his sports bar at the yard slash so HBCU sports. Again. This topic along by Adam Jones, the of tobacco, and in Boston, we could talk about this. I could talk about this person in another two hours on, on my own. It just it just really struck a nerve in me, you know, just stuffed my child things, gets brought up in my mind. I'm to see what happened to Adam Jones. I mean, again, the whole thing is, people, let's learn to listen to each other. Don't deny when one side says one thing that you don't agree with. Even if you don't agree with it, just listen. We'll go a long way as a country We do that. Anyway, thank you all for joining me on this podcast. The, you know, the clown, check me out next Wednesday next night. Uh, until then, 06, good night, and have a good weekend.